This is a Federal News Network podcast. Electric cars seem like a great idea until you consider that someday the batteries will require disposal. You can't just bury them or stack them up somewhere. They're full of toxins and recoverable materials. That's why the Argonne National Laboratory has been working on a program to establish a U.S. battery recycling industry. Here with a progress report, the Argonne National Laboratory Group Leader for Materials Recycling, Jeffrey Spangenberger. Mr. Spangenberger, good to have you on. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. And this program is called Resell. And uh, tell us what's, what's exactly going on here, because every time I go out somewhere, I see more and more electric cars, and I actually wonder what happens to all those batteries somewhere down the road. Right now, actually, I should point out, the vehicles that are on the roads right now are still pretty new. A vehicle lasts, say, 13 years. And the, the electric vehicles with lithium-ion battery technology in them, you know, they came out around 2011. So 13, 2011, that's 2024. We haven't even really reached the end of life for most of these cars. But the problem is the batteries that have come to their end of life are not very cost-effectively recycled right now. In fact, it may actually cost you money to recycle a battery out of your vehicle. So the point of Resell, which is a program, actually it's led by Argonne National Laboratory, but it includes the National Renewable Energy Laboratory as well as Oak Ridge National Laboratory as well as a a few universities as well. But the objective of Resell is to make electric vehicle battery recycling more economically attractive, okay? So there are ways to recycle batteries now. You can do them, but they're fairly old techniques. And so we're looking at newer, more novel techniques with a focus actually on direct cathode recycling to make it more economically attractive. And you can explain what direct cathode recycling is, but is the idea in general here that someone that would recycle would get more value out of what it is they obtain from the recycling and therefore it would be financially worthwhile? That's right. So a lot of times financials are what drive incentives for people to recycle. And so if you can actually make that battery worth money at the end of its life, because there's a lot of good materials in there, then you can get people to want to recycle And in fact, a really important point to make is that we need to recycle these materials in the United States because we don't produce most of the battery materials in this country. And we don't manufacture many of the battery chemicals, if you will, that go into the battery. So we import them. And we don't want to be in a position where we're reliant upon other countries for our energy storage needs. So if we can bring these materials in the United States once, recycle them here, remanufacture them into battery products, and put them right back into our vehicles, that's a really important thing for our our energy security. Sure, I can see that easily. And you mentioned a technology called cathode recovery, and that seems to be the promising element here. What is that, briefly, you know, for the layman? Yeah, sure. So to provide some insight, the current technologies are what we call pyro-processing or pyrometallurgical processing. That sounds like hot. put a battery... Yeah, that's right. You put a battery into a furnace and you basically burn off the organic materials and you melt the metals down and you separate them out. Another one is hydrometallurgical processing where you put a battery into an acid and you dissolve the metal components and then you separate them out. The only problem is they break the chemical structure of a cathode material, which is just something in a battery that's really important. And you lose the cost and energy that went into making that cathode. So direct cathode recycling is where you remove the cathode material, whatever that is, just know that it's important. You remove it from a battery at end of life. 
you fix it as a cathode, and then you can put it right back into a new battery. So you save all the energy and cost that went into the processing of making it into a cathode. And what is a cathode typically made of, say, in an electric car battery? Obviously, there's lithium involved in it. It's a lithium-ion battery. A quick fact, there is no lithium metal, per se, in a lithium-ion battery. Okay, This is lithium ions. So it's a lithium metal oxide. And that metal can be, the most common one is cobalt. And that's really the one that people Mm -hmm. focus in on. It's worth a lot of money. There's a lot of controversy over it. But there's also things like critical materials like manganese. There's nickel. And there's there's other metals that, that are involved. Aluminum is another one. Yeah, so in some ways it's almost related to the metals processing industry as much as to the electrical energy industry. That's right. We are speaking with Jeffrey Spangenberger. He's group leader for materials recycling at the Argonne National Laboratory. And then what is the process by which what you come up with translates into an industry? I don't know anything about battery recyclers, but you know metals recyclers have been around for many, many years and they take cars and chop them up in little pieces and they pull out the uh, castings and those go to another bin and the sheet metal goes to another bin. But battery recycling takes place where now, if it takes place at all, and how can this spur an industry here in the United States? The beautiful thing is that the infrastructure for battery recycling of vehicles is already in place. A vehicle ends up at an auto recycler, just as you said, parts are removed and resold. The car, remaining car, is then shredded and you recover your your bulk metals, and that would be your ferrous and your non-ferrous, aluminum and copper and things like that. But the battery would be removed by an auto recycler and then go to a battery recycler. And from there, it would be disassembled to some extent and then go through the process of actual battery recycling, which is where all the fun is in my world anyway. And then those materials, you know, they end up, obviously we want to try and keep it a closed loop so it goes right back into the batteries that feed our vehicles. So, and and the opportunity there is huge. If we can do that cost effectively, then we can actually lower the cost of our electric vehicles because we can use these recycled metals and materials in our batteries going back in our new cars. And just a question about the battery itself. Do you recycle and save the battery in the form factor that it was? Or does the recycling process result in just raw materials, which are then sold to a battery manufacturer? So with direct cathode recycling, we would generate the cathode powder, which would then be used to manufacture a new battery altogether. Got it. And then there are materials in the rest of the battery that are valuable also for recycling? There are. In fact, we have four focus areas, and one of them is direct cathode recycling. Another one is recovery of other materials. It's actually not a very pretty name, but it says the story. And so we're looking at ways to recover and recycle the anode. So there's a cathode and an anode. The anode is mostly graphite. So we're working on that. There's plastics in a battery you can go after. There's an electrolyte salt, whatever that is, that has value. And so we're going after those materials as well in the resale program. Because the alternative could be pollution in the storage of these things or burial or some other lesser form of disposal, I imagine given the size of the auto industry and the growth in electrics, this could be a really national problem if we don't figure out the recycling pretty soon. Yeah, so in a lot of states, there's actually no laws right now. You can actually landfill a lot of your lithium ion batteries. It's on a state by state level. However, the bigger challenge I think is the fact that if we don't recycle, 
we're going to actually run out of some of the materials that the earth offers us to make these batteries. We need to capture these materials, not put them in landfills, so that we can actually continue to produce the batteries without costs skyrocketing because you have to dig so deep. And a lot of these materials do come from China. China has a lot of electric cars. Europe is getting more and more electric cars. So it seems like each zone is going to have to be able to recycle its own material to sustain its own automotive and electrical storage needs. That's exactly right. And we need to position ourselves to take care of our needs and make sure that we have our energy security. And is there a timeline on your project or this is just going to be something ongoing and new discoveries get spun out? So the timeline... As I said, we're doing bench scale testing last year. We're scaling it up now. We'll be able to demonstrate on a unit operation-based demonstration in about another year, year and a half. Then in the next two years, we'll be out to put together a demonstration pilot plant of this. And then another couple of years, it will take to get to a production scale and actually be realized by the recyclers. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.